once again to another exciting episode of Tales of Azeron. Azeron. All right, we're going to need to do that again because first off, Kira was not doing it at all. She so was sorry. just like not even with it. <laughs> she was like staring into nothingness. I'm so sorry. <laughs> wow. Just, just do it now. Just do it now. <laughs> Go ahead. Do it. Do it. Wait. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, welcome to Tales of Azeron, a very professional podcast that we are. A little homebrew Dungeons and Dragons podcast uh, that has been going on for quite some time, actually. Jeez, how long have we been going on for? Since before the pandemic started. Do not look into the abyss. The abyss stares back. <laughs> but I like it. So many eyes. So many eyes. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, I am Roberto, your dungeon master, and with me at the virtual table, as always, is Chelsea playing Sarayeth Aldadonan. Greetings. Aaron playing Cato Sturgis. I'm saying hello in a normal way, so I don't get put on blast like Kira. Ooh. <laughs> Josue playing Alden Wallaby. Behold, mortals, and welcome. <laughs> <laughs> and Jax playing Kira Ryder. Hello, hello. My shame knows no bounds. <laughs> so how you guys been? It's been a while. It's been uh, two weeks since our last recording. Yeah, a totally normal amount of time. Yeah, totally yeah. normal. <laughs> we have uh, we have content on our Patreon. We have an episode coming out today. Uh, if you're not part of our Patreon, please, 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 please join our Patreon. Give us money to help support put our stuff out there so that you can listen to more D&D goodness from, you know, the minds that brought you this show. <laughs> because I, we have brought you nothing else besides this show. Oh, come on. I mean, Joy, I feel like we, we've had trauma. The list goes on. We've had like All individual contributions, I'm sure. You know. Oh, yeah. Individual contributions to society, of course, but together. Yeah. Oh, this to society, never mind. Yeah. Oh, okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Emotional damage. Anyways, let's get going with a quick recap of what happened last session. So last session, the party was tasked with finding any survivors in a mining attack, as well as the source of said attack. They found the miner Jacques, who in reality was the creature they were searching for. After fighting the creature, it exploded into a flurry of pages that made its way back into the book that Kira had found in the Library of the King, showing a small vignette of origami people that appeared to be holding concealed weapons, readying themselves for a dance? A battle? We don't know yet. Alden was able to save the life of one of the miners, but at a very heavy emotional toll. Will the party be able to make it back from the brink of emotional trauma? Will Kira be able to decipher the meaning of the vignette? What other creatures will they now encounter as the veil gets weaker? Find out this and more right meow. We're all just shaking our heads. <laughs> <laughs> oh, special thank you to Alfonso from the uh, Status Effect podcast, who guest starred as Jacques last episode. If you didn't listen to last episode, you really should, because it was a really good one. Yes. And I will say that I listened to a little bit of Status Effect, and I am really enjoying it. So it is was good, good stuff out there. Awesome. So, Alden, mm -hmm. you wake up in a cold sweat. 
Your heart is racing. You're alone in a dark room. The only thing that you can remember hearing is why. Why didn't you just leave me to die? The last words that Eloise said to you as she left the mine crying, why didn't you just let me die? You and the rest of the party were there as she made her way out. The rest of the miners huddled around her and she just shoved them off and she disappeared into the crowd. The last image that you had of her. Just kind of sit up, take a look at my surroundings. Um, am I in a room in a hotel in, in or? You're at the uh, the Greasy Spoon, or sorry, the uh, Mama Knows Best, Mama's Gr- uh, Mama Gristle's uh, Inn, back in the town of uh, Malice. I get really quiet. I, I sit up, I kind of get up off the edge of the bed, and kind of having or always carrying the symbol of Paylor along with the symbol of the Wald or the Wald- Walden. Oh, like the Wallaby Crest, sorry. I grab so it So emotionally my chest. damaged that you can't yeah, speak. I, I don't even know my name. <laughs> What's my name, DM? <laughs> but yeah, the Wallaby Crest, I, I just clutch it to my heart and I get, I start breathing heavily and I, I try to go through all the thoughts of like why I did it, why did it work? I don't know what came over me. Like, is she going to be okay? What's going on? And just just sit there kind of quietly on my own for for a good half hour just trying to put my my thoughts together as you're sitting there you feel a breeze come from the windowsill you look outside and you see the moon just there staring at you almost kind of almost kind of giving you company in this time of sadness you look up at it and you wonder if she's looking up at the same moon that you are right now i am i give a little i I do i look up at the moon and i kind of do a little a, a prayer i just hoping that she's able to find peace find comfort somehow maybe in some way, not be able to move on because I know that's not going to be an easy thing, but just try to find a way to carry on his memory. And I say it out looking up at the moon, but I kind of clutching Paylor symbol directed at him. Kato, you're not sleeping. You're lying awake, just kind of staring up at the ceiling. You have a lot on your mind. Not only the events that happened in the mine, but also the fact that you still haven't buried your mentor and her son. Yeah. I mean, you know, I think it's just, 
a lot of like silent medit you know it's almost just like a silent meditative state right it it almost i think what would strike cato is that sort of that sitting there in that focus it almost it feels like those times when it's like okay we're coming up on this town we know we're going to raid it. We know there's going to be resistance and you're just, you know, you're just holding it like three feet in front of your eyes. Right. And it's just like that. I mean, I think that's, that's all, I mean, from a visual perspective and, you know, an audit auditory perspective or whatever, that's what you're seeing. As you're having these thoughts and they're going through your mind, something randomly just pops into your head. It's the time that you were with the mimicry pirates and you were committing something that some would say is not a very good thing to do. You were kidnapping someone. And the reason that you're reminded of it is because the person that you were kidnapping was a child, a child of a noble family. You didn't feel good about it. Pabs was there with you and he didn't feel good about it either, but he wanted to prove himself. And he wanted your help to do it. You're taken back to that night. Hey, um, Cato, I know that, uh, I know that we haven't been like the best of friends, but I, I think that you're like a really swell guy and, you know, uh, you look out for people. And I was hoping that maybe, um, I was hoping that maybe you could help me and uh, sometime in the future I can help you out. I mean, yeah, I mean, we're, what's going on? I need help with, with something that may seem a bit on the dark side, maybe. Wow. Hmm. Well, what, were you ordered to do it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I actually, I, I, I wasn't ordered to do it. I kind of volunteered for it because I kind of want to prove myself. And I thought this would be the easiest way to do it. And I thought maybe I could get your help because you and I are such good acquaintances. <laughs> yeah, we are. We're great acquaintances. All right. You know what, Pabs? Well, I get, I look. So, I, I mean, before I ramble on too much, what what are what are we doing here? What's the job? Uh, it's you know we're just finding someone and bringing them somewhere else. That's it. Like a bounty, a kidnapping. Uh, it's, it's kind of a kidnapping. Okay. You know what it is a you know what I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It no, is a no. kidnapping. Okay. If I'm going to help you, I got to know what I'm getting into. You of know? course, and... of course, it's a literal kidnapping. Okay. We're going to take a kid and put them into a nap and uh, they're going to end up somewhere else. So, <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, no. uh, Quite literally. Yep. <laughs> you know, I don't know that we need to take the napping part literally, but okay. All right. You know, I mean, don't you think it would be easier if they were napping though? Like, that oh, way they I wouldn't mean, struggle. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, like yeah, all you have to do is, uh, all you have to do is, uh, hey, kid, can you smell this ether for me? And then, it, you know, we can yeah, go about yeah, our ways. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, I'm, yeah, I just, you know, I just don't want them to 
you know, I want him to wake up from the nap. That's all I'm saying. So, oh no, wait, wait, that would be a bad idea if I just said, "Hey, t- uh, could you smell this ether?" They'll know it's ether, and then they won't smell it. But, yeah, but yeah. if I go, "Hey, does this smell like ether to you?" Then, then they will smell it, and maybe they will go to nap. Uh, yeah, you know, it's funny. You know, you got to be careful with that stuff, though, because uh, you know it looks a lot. It works a lot slower than the Telia, but really. Yeah, but we can make it work. You know, that's what two of us are for. One, you know, holds them, the other ethers them or whatever. That's right. Yes, yes. You and I, the dream team of nap time. Yeah, be great. the the sleepy time boys, I guess, you know. And yeah, we can call ourselves Mr. Sandman's. Sandman. Yeah, yeah, we could. Sandman? Yeah. We could. We could. Okay. But we could. Okay. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, look, don't, don't take my blood. This, I mean, okay. Okay. When are, when are we going? What are we like now? Actually, we're kind of late. Oh God. Okay. Okay. He uh, takes you and you guys uh, walk over and you see the target. All right. Target is a a nice little kid coming out Mm. of school. They look to be very happy with their school books tied up in a, in a thing, a strap that they're carrying. Mm-hmm. They have a nice little red apple that they're eating. They're chatting with their friends and they're saying goodbye and they, you know, kind of go off in another direction by themselves. And that's when you and Pab's moved in. Okay. And you take this kid and do your thing. And yeah. So I'll hold him. I'll let Pab's ether him, you know. Pab's hesitates. Of course. As, uh, you know, he goes forward and he kind of looks at you for guidance almost. I mean, I'll I'll look at him and say, I had to prove myself once too. It's not fun. He nods and he goes and you guys both do the deed. And that was the story of when you kidnapped the wrong child and ah. ended up uh, on a wanted poster all around the town. Yeah. Yeah. But you're back in your room again. You wonder, would Chasta have been proud of the person that you've become? It's funny. I, I I don't think there's any wondering there. Kira, can I have you please roll that d20 that you roll that I only ever so often remember to make you roll? Uh, it's a 17. It's a 17. Cool. Awesome. You feel a dullness in your arm coming from the curse, Mark, but nothing too painful. Okay. Your eyes kind of glance over at the book that you found in the King's Library. And you start to think about what was written in it and what the vision was that you saw. Trying to piece together what it could mean. In relation to your curse. The crickets outside chirp. What is it like the middle of the night? Is it close to morning? It is the middle of the night. Middle of the night. Okay. Some would say it's close to morning. Maybe like 2 a.m. or so. Sure. I don't feel like sleep is super close. So I might go. In another time I would have like gone to the stables to brush Betsy. Or like, you know, just try to unwind in that way. 
she in the staples? She's like in the ring, right? And mm-hmm. like I summon her when I need her. Yeah, she's like your personal Pokemon horse. Right. Oh, I just put the yeah, summon her here. Excellent. All right, Betsy, Ghost Betsy appears before you. Hooray. Why am I in a room? Because I thought you could use your mane could use a brushing. And oh, I kind of like go okay. to, go to my like saddlebags and get out the brush and start brushing her mane. Is this more for you than me? I think it could be for both of us. Okay, yeah, sure. I'm I'm here for you. Were you sleeping? Did I wake you? I guess. I mean, right. it's not like I was with my my fellow horse harem or anything in there partying <laughs> it up. It's not like you took me away from something exquisite. Oh my god! <laughs> I really wish you wouldn't Whoa. refer to it as horse harem. <laughs> <laughs> I just calls it like I sees it. I mean, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. who's to say I even have that in there? You know, it's it could be mighty lonely. Could be an itty bitty living space situation. You don't know. You don't know where I've been. You don't know my struggle. I I guess I don't. Do you want to tell me about it or? Not particularly. It's kind of boring, but um, you know, I'm here for you. Okay. I kind of I keep brushing her mane, and I say, you know, through all of this. It's really just been you and me, huh? I mean, not really. You have other people now. You kind of only really need me to ride around and stuff. And for brushing my mane, I guess. (laughs) You know that I always need you, Betsy. Yeah, you're right. And, you know, I don't know. I think about what Soraya said, and I think that they're right in some ways, but also, like, I think about that vision of Greygarth, and I don't know how true it is, and everything with the pages, and we were so, like, tricked by that thing. I don't really know that we can... But I can ask them to come with me. You know, I don't know that they know what they're getting into. I mean, everyone has baggage, right? I mean, you literally carry baggage, so that is true. Yeah. I mean, that's 100%. 100% true. Are we? Does the word baggage here mean something different than just a bag? I feel that now that you said that. Yes. Okay. It means it means something else. Do you want me to explain what this means? Yes. So, when someone has baggage, it doesn't refer to things that they are carrying physically, but more emotionally. Uh huh. Betsy's hoof comes up as they put on some glasses. (laughs) So 
you know, when people carry things with them, uh, traumas, pain, inside jokes, I don't know. They, uh, that's, that's what baggage is. Usually it has a negative connotation. Right. But I don't think everybody's baggage is going to get their friends killed, right? You'd be surprised. I mean, you know, my baggage kind of got me killed. You know, because the thing caught onto my baggage and like, you know, pulled me towards, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't escape. Let's just put it that way. Wow. That's awful. I keep brushing her mane. You know, I do miss this. It may be more for me than it is for you. Yeah, I kind I of like. So. And I kind of like take the brush and I like like go through her like forelock, like the the hair that's like right on her forehead. But you never seemed to mind it before. Oh no, I liked it. Felt good. Mm-hmm. So yes, it was um copacetic, was it? Is that the word? I don't know. Yeah, I'm a horse. That seems right. I don't know. You knew about the baggage thing. That was kind of crazy. How did you get to be so smart? Uh, I don't know. It's just sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. Do you want to stay out here tonight or do you want me to send you back? Whatever you want. I'm here for you. Why don't the you camera stay? Pans, yeah. The camera pans out as we go into Soraya's room. Contorted. Sariath, there is a blue flame that appears in front of you. Ah! I'm startled out of the twist that I was trying to practice and like roll back. (laughs) And four letters pop out of the fire Ah! and they are addressed to you. Ah! Like slide on knees, like eagerly grab the letters. Then wait test them are they trapped <laughs> they are just stationary oh, okay Ooh. but um all right <laughs> I, I, I love it like they're mimics all of a sudden not the attacks right <laughs> I i'm alone in my room i can't trust any paper oh what is wrong with me so i will open the first one this one is from magus oh do you remember what you wrote to Magus? I do remember what I wrote. First, I addressed it to their proper title, which was Dear Excel. Oh, Magus. Magus, 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 which Magus? Oh, yes, Magus, that one. Dear Magus, mm-hmm. please find attached a sample of the environment with a monster described in the additionally attached report perished. Hope you are well enough to find power or sweet with no bite. I thought that was rather, rather nice. As you read, he he responds back as so. Sariath, I don't know why you choose to write correspondence with me as we shared very little in the way of words the last time we met. I would have thought you would have written more with Kangar because of reasons. The amount that the barbarian speaks of you bores me. Hearing him speak of you instead of disemboweling his enemies is unsettling. 
He has even taken up reading. Whatever power you hold over him is quite impressive, and I should ask you to share your power with me, so that we may better <laughs> communicate as a team. Oh, that is beautiful. <laughs> Regardless, we are seeing more creatures appearing in the realm, and sharing notes of the ones we encounter would be beneficial to all involved. Please find this information enclosed. And he shares drawing and a description of a creature that they encountered with you. Oh, oh, I'm so excited. I'm going to attach it to my journal and study the inscription, but completely like be like, yes, this is a great response. More than I expected, actually. Well, a little bit too much in some regards. It makes me nervous, but we're going to focus on things that I can kill. <laughs> All right. What's the, what's the next letter? I'm so excited. <laughs> uh, this one bears the seal of your family. Oh, shit. Okay, I need to gather myself. Okay, calm down. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> pacing in the room, you know, pacing. And just be like, it's fine. Yes. Do you recall what you wrote to your family? I did. I, I, I do recall. I, I do keep a draft. This was the fourth draft, I believe. Dear Aldadon and family, the King of Seoul may have spoken with you. I deeply apologize for sending them without proper notice, without adequate introduction. I am alive and continue to master arcane development in my king-given special orders. I do think that this investigation will take a mere less decade. I am curious as to the reintegration into the Western Territories, though I am sure you will have no trouble remaining as canopy. With final piety, Sarayeth. You open the letter. Dearest Sarayeth, your father finds himself busy at the moment and apologizes for not being able to attend to your letter. He has been quite busy, you see. Your friend, the Dark Elf, uh, Adele, was it? Uh, has been trying to push the narrative that elves are superior to others due to their mastery of magic especially the forbidden kind. He has quite a following at the moment of both Dark Elves and those in the capital, and your father and the other pillars are worried that this may escalate to a rebellion. Don't tell your father, but I have heard your friend's arguments, and can see both sides. I don't lean either way, of course, because that would compromise my position. But you are missed, child. Although your father doesn't show it at times, he just wants the best for you, even if he has to drag you kicking and screaming, although I do try to make him see reason. His reasoning is, well, you know your father. I will be sure to inform him of your magical advances as to the King of Soul. He hasn't made an appearance as of yet, but we will keep a lookout for the heroes. I hope to hear from you again soon. Your mother. Who was it? Adele? Adele? Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. This is like puddles. They had like perfect posture while reading the whole thing as if they were being watched by the progenitors themselves. And then immediately after the letter like sinks in, they just like. <laughs> quickly, 
quickly the next letter I can what what does this mean? What? The next <laughs> the next letter that you have is from your brother Coriant. Oh. Ah, okay. Like like shaking off a burn. All the cold sweats on like your palms. <clears throat> Sarayas curls up on the bed and is just like peek. Open it. I wrote to Coriant after after Saphir. This was this was during the time that Cato was making sure that Chasta and Sun were going to be found. So, Cryanth, there, that's my impression of you. I am learning a good deal about death. No matter how much you attempted to protect me, arm me, kept me from it without barring me from it, I appreciate what it is that you have done. Not in the way father or mother might. But as my own, you heal and defend and attack. Your way of duty very much involves constantly deciding what investment to place in life. I know you are seen as cold. Does it bother you? You're always so perfectly detached. How do you stand it? I feel very tired of being properly reserved and being removed from the lives around me. Just to inform you, I think I shall be weeping for far more than just one in the coming century. I'll need the same one who cared enough to watch me in my woods walk, and that person has always been you. After this many times near death, willingly, I might add, <laughs> I think more and more of the time in which we had spent together and long for more. Please, be there for Rye when I can't. I know you don't have time as it is laid out before you, but carve out a piece or two. I love you and I can't bear to let another letter go by without this line of unrefined sentiment. Signed. Rife. You open the letter. It reads, Rife. Cute. I don't know whether I should feel insulted by your observation of my quote-unquote cold demeanor or honored. Feelings have no place on the battlefield as they muddy your battle prowess, causing you to make mistakes that you otherwise wouldn't make. That being said, I feel... I feel things more often than you do. It's just that I pick my times to show that emotion when it will be less of an issue to do so. Yes, fine. Trust in your companions to be there when I cannot. Although your friends may not live as long as you, they will provide you with life lessons along the way, as long as you are willing to see them. And they will provide you with wonderful memories that will comfort you in those times that you feel you cannot manage to mend. How's that for cold and unfeeling? <laughs> I love you too. I'll keep an eye on Rye, although he doesn't need it because he is involved in his own interesting situation, which I'm sure he will regale you with if given the chance. Oh. Oh. Always an interesting situation. What has he been doing? What is this silly man? <laughs> Sorry, I get this is happy now. So, so one, two, three. One more? Do we have There's one, one more? more letter. <laughs> oh my goodness. It's like some sort of holiday that we don't have the religious context to express. Just a quick question. Are we hearing like loud... <laughs> Random noises coming from the room. 
if all of you guys give me a, um, let's go with no perception check, please. <laughs> oh, that's a seventeen on the die. Let's see. What perception? What's up? Uh, I got a ten. Okay, not you with a ten. You're not going to hear all that. Okay. But Cato, you for sure hear like. <laughs> it sounds like Scooby in the other room. <laughs> it's like little laughs here and there, just weird little things. Uh, yeah. Kira, what did you roll? I got a thirteen. Not enough. Sorry. No. So Cato, you're the only one that notices all of this, like unusual emotion, like outpour coming from Sarayath's uh, room. Hmm. Huh. It sounds happy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I think Kato just, you know, I think kind of thought process would be just kind of sitting there, like letting it be a bit of a distraction for a bit. And also just taking some amount of pleasure in the fact that like they're happy or having a good time, you know, not like, this will solve all my problems, but just a like, well, glad somebody's having a good time, you know, and not in a like, well, I'm glad somebody's having a fucking good time, but in a like, <laughs> you know, in a legitimately like, I wonder what they're doing. Glad they're having a good time. Yeah, and yeah. then, you know, he may, he may start going a little blue from there for a hot second. We'll see. Uh, but, you know, uh, uh, wouldn't dwell on that part too long I think <laughs> okay this next letter is from Rye <gasps> it's from Rye dandelion head oh I'm gone longer than I said I would I promise I'll be there for your centurion whatever that may look like years go faster as you move along soon you'll measure things in decades and candle will stop me before I take a decade. What trouble have you caused? It reads, Ryeth. Trouble? Why would I? I, I would <laughs> never go out looking for trouble. It just, <laughs> it just seems to already know where I reside at all times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Speaking of which, guess who is the new instructor? You will never guess. A new instructor? Oh my god, who is it? What instructor? What are you learning? Oh no! It's me! (laughs) What? Apparently, they are trying something new and having a student become the teacher for a semester. They said something about knowledge being found in the most unlikely of places and chose me to go first. I have no idea what I'm doing. But I may teach something like um, music appreciation, as I have just heard of a very prominent bard that has many hits to their name. Oh, no. Maybe you can drop by for a class. Oh, no. (laughs) I miss you and hope to see you very soon. Dandelion Head. Why are you such a delightful disaster? What do you mean you're teaching in front of a class? Oh, no, 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 no. Ah, that was pleasant. (laughs) I am so concerned. Now, I'm, I'm pretty sure that there are two bards, and both of them would be very bad. So Sarayath is pacing, and then says, is it Sai? 
Or is it adult? Is it Psy or adult? Oh my goodness. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <sighs> have I meditated tonight? <laughs> no, you have not. Oh no. It's almost dawn. They like put their hands on the window and then slide down. How will I ever sleep? Oh, I won't. I'll just think about things. I'll compose the next letters in my mind, Palace. Morning comes. You guys all meet downstairs, sit around the table for breakfast. Everyone is carrying a certain look on their faces. Mama Gristle comes by. Well, dears, uh, anything I can get you today? Maybe some, uh, some grits or, uh, some, um, some taters, maybe some steak, eggs, bacon. Any of those things sound good? I know that the uh, elf one likes uh, roots and such, so uh, I have some mushrooms here and some earthy things. Yes, I'll have my usual, please. Mm-hmm. You got any specials? Oh my Something. I, I have a feeling we may not be here for a bit, so want to live it up a little. And you got something exciting going on? Oh yeah, of course. I got something called a a um a moon over my hammy. Okay, okay. Just came up out of nowhere. Just struck me in the middle of the night. Like, man. What would cheese, egg, and ham taste like sandwiched in between bread? Well, that sounds great. I can get that going for you. How about you two, Alden? Uh, no, um, not too hungry uh, this morning, but um, I'll take some ale and your breakfast ale, uh huh, and I'll take some fruits. All Just right, like- you got it. Does Alden often have ale with breakfast? He does? Okay. It's it's basically bread. Sure. Okay. (laughs) How about you, sweetie? What would you like? I think last time there was pancakes. Oh, is that what you would like? Maybe some pigs in a blanket? I don't know what that is, but I would like that as well. So you want pancakes and pigs in a blanket? Sure. That's a lot of pancakes, but okay. All right. (laughs) She goes on back and she starts cooking stuff. You guys are left there at the table. Is there bacon in the pancake? Is that what the pig is? Bacon? I mean, yes, the flesh does come from pig. Right. Okay, yeah. But there are different cuts of flesh. I mean, there's the hawks, there's the front parts, there's the groin area, there's the back, flaying them. I mean, parts taste different, surely. Yeah, they do. I mean, mostly in, like, texture and stuff, yeah. Mm. Fascinating. Gross. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, well, uh looks around. Yes, well, um on on to today's schedule. Does everybody feel comfortable with today's itinerary? Yeah. Well 
What what was today's itinerary? Well, we're picking up our items first. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. And then we're sort yes. of heading to Safira. Mm. Yeah, you don't got to hide it. It's it's today. That's good. Good, 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 good. You know. Sorry, what is today? We're just, we're, we're wrapping up. Safir. We got business in Safira to wrap up. So it sounds like today's malice moving day. Yes. Maybe, Sarayev, you could. I've just. I've never done that. Buried someone. So I don't know how to do it. But maybe you'll tell me the customs. Well, that would be up to Cato. And Shasta, who's currently lying in gentle repose in the temple. Oh, she would tell us what to do. I, that's, hmm. Sometimes no. I do not understand. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, Kira, it's, uh-huh. it's based on the family, close relatives, close oh, friends. Um, I see. If there's anything okay. they might want to do. Okay, okay, then yes, Kato, what would you need of me, of us? Huh. Were there any special practices or customs that you know of? I mean, so I, I guess I wasn't really planning on uh, asking for overmuch help. If you all want to be around, that's great. You know, I, I, I kind of, you know, it's it, I haven't really thought about the whole funeral part, honestly. Oh, I can think, you know, I, 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 uh, I would say when we, we roll in the town about the best thing y'all could do is, uh, give me like, you know, I, I, the part I, I got, I got to figure out, I've been trying to figure out how to like tell my mother about this. Right. Uh, this is, you know, obviously yeah. I, you know, Chasta was close to me. She taught me so much. You know the reason I am I am capable of of doing what I am the way I I, I understand the oceans and the flow and the mm. and and the and, and and all of that is because of her right and you know my she took I I, I just I don't know what to, you know I don't know I don't no. know I don't know what to do with uh, telling my mom I mean you know Chasta is someone who you know the details have always been obscured to me but she's someone who took uh, my mother in when no one and no one else in town wanted her for i mean i'm reasons i'm sure they know <laughs> you know mama gristle comes by and drops by the food here you are thank, thank you, you. Mm. Um, Kato, um it's definitely a lot to think about and i know you've been dealing with it but i the words will come at the moment even though they may not be the best words or the right words, but they'll come. If there's anything that we can take care of to kind of ease your burden, just let let us know. Yeah. Let me know. Yeah. And if there's a special place that maybe she like to go or stay or flee, uh, also let us know while you take care of things. Absolutely. I, you know, all, I appreciate it. Yeah, I um, uh, I really do, and yeah, I just 
I appreciate your all, all your understanding and willingness to, to pitch in. Cause you know, I mean, there's weird fucking paper monsters out there now too, that we got to, I guess we all have to deal with. And, and when I'm, I mean, I'm, no one, you don't, no, well, no one has I, to I guess, deal with them. I want to deal with, and you know, I don't know if I'm, I'll let the others speak for themselves. Yes, but, it's quite uh, integral to my research. I couldn't possibly leave you alone. And I can't leave Sariath alone. So. Hey, wait, what? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I take a, a, a sip of my beer. <laughs> well, I'll do <laughs> You guys uh, finish up your breakfast. Just like after everybody like laughs and we eat a little bit, I kind of say into the quiet. I mean, I do think you should think about it, though, whether you really want. And like, don't I, don't answer right now. Just like think about it. Cato, you've. You've come a long way and lost a lot. And I just want to make sure that. I don't want anyone to make a choice out of obligation. And. With what we see that these monsters can do is really scary so it's, it's nobody's mess but mine to clean up i uh, i mean i wouldn't even say it's your mess and look just 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 think about it okay all right well let's try it talk let's, to your mom and think about it all right alden well we're finishing up dinner and i guess throughout the day Seeing as how I, I think you mean breakfast. Well, breakfast. Breakfast. No, okay. Well, we're finished up breakfast. I do want to recall and see if there were any special rituals for gnomes. Seeing as I, I was a cleric, I would have figured I would have attended some sort of service at the temple, little things. And I know I've, I've dealt with my own uh, funerals, but. But yeah, I just want to recall and see if there's any like gnomish traditions that I can. The one that comes to mind is uh, the coins over the eyes to pay for anything that they might need in the afterlife. Um, they didn't. They buried, right? They didn't burn or. They usually kept the body out for a couple of days just so that people could come pay their respects. Mm-hmm. And then they would uh, they would set them ablaze on a pyre. I'll see if I can talk to Kato if they want to do that. <laughs> Breakfast uh, is done. Put it to the smithy shop! That's <laughs> <laughs> right. So, like, we gotta go get okay. our shit. Yeah. <laughs> you guys uh, finish up your breakfast and, and head out. Yeah. Are you going to go to uh, the tailors first, or are you going to go to the armor first? Kato? Oh, I was just going to say one thing I'll do is uh, as we get up to leave, I'll look at Sarath and like, all right, let's go, giggles. And then that's all I'll say. (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean by that, doggy paddles? What do you mean? (laughs) I like look at Alton like, what? I don't know. (laughs) I guess they're closer than we thought. I don't know. 
They have nicknames now? <laughs> they have nicknames now. <laughs> One-sided nicknames, Alden. Don't think I can do you. <laughs> you guys uh, walk uh, to the Tanner slash Haberdash slash slash uh, um, Taylor. Yeah. I couldn't think of the word yeah. Taylor for a second, so I like went to all these other things. But yes, he does all those things too because he's uh, that he's that good. Hmm. Walton, greetings, Josiah, a client who has returned. You hear the bell go off, and uh, you see him turn in his uh, chair, and he lo- ah ah, it's you. Uh, you um had the boots with the fur, yes. <laughs> Sorry, so sort of tilts her face up. And says, yes, that was me. Indeed. Good memory. All all of the people will be looking at you coming in. Uh, These boots are quite stylish, if I do say so myself. Oh, really? I didn't expect... I was primarily thinking that I would be... Anyway, let, let's see. I believe I paid in full up front. But let me check my yeah, receipts. Let me take a look at my ledger. Oh, yes. We're both taking a look at our ledgers. Happily. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, <laughs> yes it looks like you did pay in full. Oh, wonderful. Well, here they are. These uh, these boots uh, will not only look stylish on the battlefield, but uh, will also uh, give you a bit of an extra pep in your step. Well, apparently I should not be too peppy. Lest I risk earning another nickname for having some sort of emotional outburst. But I thank you very kindly, and I bid you farewell. You now have furry boots. Awesome. I'm going to try them on. Did <laughs> you wing them on? <laughs> they fit very well. Oh, very nice. They're comfortable, and uh, when you walk around in them, you feel much lighter. And you don't make as much sound as you would had you wore your normal shoes. Oh, I'm going to startle Alden. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's probably easy. He's like, he's like giving like a thousand yard stare at the moment. Like not really paying attention, just following the group. Hey, buddy. <laughs> ah. Oh, God. I thought you were. No. Uh, hey. Sorry, the boots look so great, don't they? I I do feel quite yeah. pleased in them. Yes, they're very good. They're I didn't even hear you sneak up on me. Yes, hmm. Sort of give Alden like a little <laughs> bit of a concerned look. Moving on to our next items, Kira. Shall we go and get your package? Yes, yes. My so, armor. for yes. your knowledge. For your knowledge, Sariath, oh. uh, your boots give you a plus one to stealth. <gasps> yes. Ah. Too bad I can only wear them during the winter. My God. <laughs> Too bad. <laughs> Too bad. If only. <laughs> if only. Wah, wah. We're in, we're oh, that's in the, the north. cool thing about them. They're Velcro. The fur is Velcroed <laughs> on. You can just peel it off. <laughs> <laughs> but you feel uh, the need to get low while in them at all times. <laughs> <laughs> Love me some fantasy Velcro. <laughs> the the full title of these boots are the furry boots of getting low. Wow. You guys make it into the armory slash weaponry shop. You hear the clang clang. You hear the whistle. 
You hear the wheels turning. Do we hear a bell? As yes. Okay. Ah, uh, yes. Hello. It is good to see you. Oh, yes. There you are. Alden, right? Yes. Hey. You see the big towering hulking frame of uh, Patrick Sterling, who looks down at you. I have, um, I have your items. Vestas is not here at the moment, but he said to give them to you. Appreciate it. How how is how is he? Everything worked out okay? Yes, yes, it worked out extremely well. He was very pleased with the results. Can't wait. Um, thank you. Uh, I I I know we, I think we paid everything, but it, do we owe anything else or? He said, uh, "You uh, have a stamp card or something." I check and I recall. Do I have a stamp card? You have a card that says, you know, the 10th stamp uh, gives you a free upgrade. Oh, okay. I bring it out. I should have a couple, I figure. You have one. Okay. Because it's only for the shield. Ah, okay. So the mace didn't count. No, because the mace uh, was handled by Patrick and he doesn't have a, you know, punch 10 card. Right, right, right. Okay, okay. I'll take it out, get my stamp, put it away. Thank you for that. Um, he stamps an extra one for you uh, for the for the mace. Thank you. I I'm not going to be losing any money from this, so you know. Here, let let me repay you with a, a a quick one. Did you know that a group of crows are called are called a murder? I did not. Do you know why? No, I do not. Because they all have probable cause. <laughs> you hear him just like start laughing <laughs> just horribly just like just he's like pounding his table as hard as he can just because it was such a good joke that's uh, uh, well, that was a good one yeah um then just kind of like lights up a little bit like it's like, like yeah just kind of he, he felt good about that one and takes the shield looks at it inspects it and kind of just goes off to the side so you pick up the shield. It is uh, much more maneuverable than it was before. And also it does have a sunburst on the front of it. You're in a light room, so you can't really tell. But uh, you have a feeling that this could probably light up a dark space for you. Okay. Awesome. You have no proof of this, but it definitely looks like it. Okay. It's very you, Walden. Thank you. Yeah, I like it. Looks. Looks nice. It looks feels good. Feels lighter. Uh, he hands you your mace as well. Thank you. Your mace is plus one and magical. Ooh. Ooh. So I think. Well, I think I have. A, I had a plus one already. Um, your mace is plus two and magical. <laughs> 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 and uh, he hands it to you, and he's like, "I shined it up real nice." Now look over it. Do I see my own reflection? You do. <laughs> I, I I definitely feel a little bit be- like much better now. Just kind of like this. How it's like I'm playing there, with new toys. <laughs> there is one spot that is a little rough compared to the rest of it. Is it on the hilt or is it like on the actual mace? Top it's portion? on the actual uh, mace. Okay. Rub, rub, rub. Clean it out. It Not- feels rough. So and as you as you rub your finger on it, 
you kind of have a flashback of that one that one goblin who looked up at you in defiance as you crushed his head. I continue rubbing it, but I get quiet now. But yeah, just just think about it and thinking back on such a necessary death. <laughs> uh, is everything okay? Did you like it? Yeah. Um, no, everything's great. I, I appreciate it. I kind of put the mace away. Um, not, I don't mention the spot. I, I, everything's wonderful. I love the shine. I love the shield. No, don't thank me for the shield. I just did the mace. No, well, it's still. I appreciate your service and appreciate everything. I'll let Vestas know. I'm sure he will be pleased. Uh, speaking of which, here is another from Vestas. It is uh, Splint Mail, I believe. Yes. Yeah. <gasps> and it matches your hair. I come forward to to get it. Oh, here you are. I think it was fashioned in your form, so it should uh, fit like a glove. Except a body glove of some kind. Right. You know what I'm trying to say. Totally. I I was going to say we understand colloquialisms, but with her, I'm not that sure. I mean, so. it would fit like a suit of custom-made armor. Okay, well, now we got to worry about both of them with colloquialisms. <laughs> hmm. I, yeah, I'd try the armor on if we have time. Oh, yeah, um, you have time. Yeah, so, yeah, I try it on. Like cool. butter. It just fits. It flows. Excellent. You feel much more able to move around and pivot and do all of the things in combat that you would uh, only dream of doing in your previous armor. Awesome. 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 Is it do anything else cool? Keith was going to try uh, to do the thing to it. He was going to try to do something with your armor and, um, well, it worked. Oh, how yes. exciting. Come on, let's see it flow. As you, uh, <laughs> as you are moving around in it, it doesn't squeak. It's pretty quiet, surprisingly so. Cool. I, I don't know what he did to it, but um, he said that it is better than it was. All right. Cool. Thank you. Uh, don't thank me. Thank him when he comes back. Yes. I think we have to go pretty soon, but if you will pass along our thanks, and Kato has to pick up something. Thanks. Oh, yes. Uh, does this, uh, ah, some swords, yes? Yeah, you're going to make them extra sharp. Ah, yes, that's right. I have them right here. Be careful. They're he hands sharp. you the sword. Yeah. He hands you both of them. All right. You cut yourself on the handle. <gasps> what? <laughs> no. The handle. Well, bodes well, I guess. Oh, yes. Be careful. I, uh, I sharpened the pommel. Oh, smart. But why? That way uh, you can also uh, club someone with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Sharply. 
Yes. Yeah, yeah. Spike uh, them, I guess. That's right. Hmm. You can brain them. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Get the bits out. Let me show you how sharp they are. Yes, please. He uh, takes a piece of paper and just slices it <sighs> into many, many rivets of, of, of paper. <sighs> yes. He puts it through an iron bar and he... Uh, no, sorry, that that's not going to work. I was going to say, holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> uh, if only, if only. Micron right? sharpness. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, here you go. They should uh, fit your needs. All right. Yeah, I'll, well, I won't whirl them around because that's dangerous. But, you know, kind of hold them both up and look them over and go, yeah, I think these will do great. Thank you. You have a... Uh, they are plus one magical weapons with versatility. Okay. Sick. Did mine, did my armor do anything exciting? Is it plus one to hit in damage or just to one of the two? Both of them. Sick. Yes, your armor does stuff. Didn't I, didn't I explain it in enough detail to where you now know, you know, what it does? I just want to confirm the mechanics of it all. Yes, you are no longer at disadvantage for stealth. Okay, yes. cool. But it's still, but it's AC. So my AC is um, seventeen now. Uh, it's actually eighteen. It is a plus one to AC. Sarayath so puts their fingertips on the counter and goes, mm, "I think I had some autopsy tools that were sharpened. Will you- also a crowbar." <laughs> Can you do that in Fantasy Grounds, Birdo? Can you make it? Yeah, yeah, I'll take care of it. Okay, great. Just uh, write it down for your knowledge, like put it in your notes or something, so that way I can go into that later and then uh, modify things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I added my shield, so I'm, I'm at 18 now. I'm going to start using the shield. I need to start making things that will be able to hit you guys. <laughs> hey, um, oh, oh, yeah. So I added the shield, and then the mace, I added the plus two, so I have... I've, uh, so it uses my strength plus the plus two. So I have my D8 plus four. So. He takes out a kit of your uh, materials that you gave him, Sariath. They are all properly cleaned and sharpened. You feel like you can cut through the toughest hide with your, your autopsy tools. Ooh, like and your crowbar can get into the thinnest of spaces. <laughs> In fact, he shows you how thin of a space you can get in, and he puts it in between sheets of paper. (laughs) Oh, what a good joke. (laughs) You know, because paper opens your mind, so it's, mm, no, didn't land? All right. Didn't land. Did you hear about- He no-sells it. The duck doctor? Mm, No, what what about the the duck doctor? Turns out he was a quack. (laughs) <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I, I thought I thought an avian joke would get get yes okay <laughs> oh that was exquisite he wipes a tear from his eye oh, perfect yep I'll keep that in mind <laughs> like packs it away into their little like pockets very very good ah not only have you brought me business but you have also brought me a hearty laugh yeah Well, if you need anything else, you know where to find me. He starts going back to his work. Bye. All right. You guys head down to 
Lenny to... As we walk away, I say to Sraith and Alden, like, how do you know such good jokes? How did you know you would laugh so hard? That was amazing. Well, I Uh mean... (laughs) 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 Sraith's like, if you remember, my first joke did not land, and that was the one that I found very funny, but, you know... Mm. But the wordplay yeah. is also uh, I guess, so you don't know if it's going to be funny to him. True. No, it, mm. it it's uh, like Soraya said, it's a lot of wordplay. He has a specific kind of humor. And I learned that the first couple times we met him, when we first got to Malice. Yeah. Yes. Well. <laughs> you guys make it down to uh, Lenny's Sanctuary. Hi, Lenny. <laughs> There's no answer. Uh, Lenny? Still no answer. Check the mushrooms. Is this a somewhat dark room? I know there's a little bit of light, but is it? It is. <laughs> I gonna... bring on my shield and I <laughs> <laughs> try to light it up. <laughs> you bring out your shield. Nothing happens. Hmm. Maybe you need to press a button. Tap, it. tap, tap. <laughs> You get a little tap tap and it lights up. Okay. So right like a, in front of you. Tap on, tap tap, turn off. <laughs> My eyes. <laughs> All right. Um, is it, does it have like many settings where I can adjust the brightness? <laughs> There's a strobe effect. Yeah. Where is Lenny? Lenny. You uh, hear some shuffling among some mushrooms. He pops up. Ah, I am sorry. I was preoccupied. What can I do for you? Okay, yes. We would like... Today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, off on those beats. Uh, we would like to be transported to Safir, please. Ah. Yes. Where in Safir? Well, we the outskirts? Gave his mom's house, right? The outskirts are great. If you, you can do it. the... I guess east side. Well, I don't think we ever determined exactly what side of Saphir, but yeah, it's know. just as long as it's not in Ashtok's lands. If, if you can yeah, make that yeah, distinction, yeah. just on the outside of the forest, perhaps. Understood. Thank you. He goes over to the gem, the giant gem that used to be his husk, and he. Puts his hand on it. It starts to glow and pulse. Everybody make a con save, please. No. Mm. Oh, not bad, actually. This gem. Truly outrageous. Wow. That's such a waste of the rolls. Okay. Uh, 16. 16. 15 flat for Sarayev. Okay. What about the rest of everyone? Perfect. 16, 19, and 21. Wow, you guys pass with flying colors. You feel an unsettling 
feeling in your gut. Like it feels like it's coming up and then it goes back down. It feels like it almost detached itself from your inner organs and was alphabetizing itself within your organs. And then it was like, no, I'm good. Normally I would like alphabetizing, but not this, not so much. Too close to nausea. I guess I'm glad I was passed out the last time this happened. Well, you were, weren't you? I sure was. (laughs) We are here. Thank you, Lenny. Is there anything that we can get to, like a specimen? If you do come across any specimens, please bring them to me. Sarayath will nod and bow and wave and hand gesture and then be like, now it is time for the awkward march with a little bit of silence. Sarayath. Oh God, (laughs) not me. Do you have anything for me? We haven't left yet. Do we now? Do you have anything for me? Have anything for you? My God, what was what, what, that? What am I forgetting? <laughs> Do you have a specimen on you? I actually don't know what specimens are, but a specimen is an is a sample from um, a collect collections. Wait, what, what? What am I supposed to have? What kind of specimen would you like? Wait. Do you see Sarayeth going back onto their journal? Is he talking about the book? <laughs> the book? What? No, 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 no. no. A book is um, it's not a specimen. It's a singular item, especially that one. So. <laughs> Do I have anything? DM, DM, help. <laughs> <laughs> Do you not have any items from your past encounters? I do. I have several, but I thought he was like asking for a mushroom, maybe, you know, like a little leaf, maybe some dirt. But I I, I sent those off to... to He's asking for the creature specimen. The creature specimen. Oh, Oh, didn't you put it in The flesh and blood and the ichor that I collected? Yeah. Either that... Oh, the mimic juice? Mm Mm-hmm. Or that, or... The frost wolf sack that you had. I'm still, I'm still holding that. The other specimens, sure, <laughs> but that one, that one takes up my map case, and you know it's very delicate. So I'm just gonna hand you like some interesting dirt ichor. Is that that's a specimen? Lenny looks at you with the soulless eyes because he can't really emote because he's a mushroom. Uh huh. Why do you hold out on me? Lenny, Lenny, Lenny. Why? I not traveled to many locations for you. Any contraction. Because I feel <laughs> that I have made many sacrifices mm-hmm. for you mm-hmm. and your party. Right. Yes. Kira's going to look over at Alden like, is this a problem? What's happening right now? <laughs> uh, I'm not quite sure yet. I think he wants payment 
recompense for helping uh, us travel? We just got paid. Could we not just pay him? Oh, I do not ask gold. for money. Oh. I ask for the bits and pieces that you may encounter on your journey. Soraya, or Chelsea, um, I know you said uh, you mentioned the Icker from, I, I'm thinking of Monster and Sophia, the False Hydra. Did you keep the glass thing that we kind of chipped off the street? Yeah, that was that was part of the obsidian. And I like went and I plotted it out and I sent those reagent or I sent those off for reagents. Oh, okay. okay um, and okay. I kept a duplicate set. So if I'm going to try and find out anything about the environment, I can't really give him anything with Saphir unless I have mm-hmm. like another thing of it. So I would give him the mimic juice or like the dirt with the blood since I already have two specimens from this town square. Mimic would be best, especially if you're trying to keep the uh, Frost Wolf. Yeah, I mean, he's saying that I'm holding out on him, but Lenny, I will give you the Arctic Sack on one condition. Because this is a singular specimen, it is much more valuable, and I still don't know what it does. So you are taking a mystery from me. You are taking a potential discovery. Understand that this sacrifice is not just a specimen, but rather a unique singularity that may not be replicated ever again. What if I were to study it in your place? Then certainly I would want to be involved in any further experiments that you conduct, and Sarayath hands it over. But I am going to need my case back. He takes it from you. He gives you the case. He places the frost sack on the gem, and the gem slowly absorbs it. Sarayath is not happy, but will control their facial expressions in light of the solemn mood that we are now going to go forward with, and just nods their head and says, well, that was that. Thank you. What would you like to know? Right now? About this item. Oh, no, Lenny, right now. I don't know if we have time right now. My mind is filled with other things. Could we perhaps. Very well. The knowledge will be expunged. Expunged? No, 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 no. no, no. (laughs) Wait, no, get it back. Please get it back. Knowledge expunged. It's a joke, right? Right, Lenny? Say psych. Please say psych. Uh. I do not know the meaning of psych. I don't either. It's okay. I, I mean, I it's take... probably not okay given Sarai's <laughs> face right now, yeah. but. And she was having a really good day. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't understand why you insist on this amusement or. We should go. Let me. We should go. Did you really erase it? Alden, please. It's not cataloged somewhere. You know, open access is a big thing. You got to share your data sets. (laughs) Open source. I did save it to the cloud. Oh, Uh, okay. There's there's literally a cloud above it. 
But I have uh, forgotten my password and cannot access it. Uh, so, uh, anyway, the next time... Triggered! <laughs> <laughs> so, you see, Lenny, there's this thing called the 3 oh 2 one backup strategy. <laughs> so, Ryan is flapping their hands and they just leave. <laughs> They leave the mushroom dungeon completely you guys leave the, the <laughs> You guys leave the fun guy's room. Hey. Is this where Chasta's resting, or that's a, a different spot? That's a different spot. It's uh, it's above ground in the in the town. Okay, there's a temple that was created specifically to hold their bodies. Okay, great. So until we're ready to begin the burial, would perhaps We'd like to leave the bodies here in their repose until perhaps people could. Well, I guess the question for you, Birdo, is how long, one, I guess it's sort of twofold, right? Well, Mm -hmm. I guess it kind of answers. Repose lasts for 10 days. Right. And it has not been 10 days. Yeah. It has been three at the most. Okay. Yeah, I was... The first question I was going to ask is how long of a trip is it to get out to my mom's place? You guys are basically next door to it. Okay. The next question I was going to ask that then made me kind of answer my own question on whether we take them now is how long do we trust this place to stick around? Because, you know, if anybody can walk in, like, say, a Cy Burgle cut, and, it's long uh, gone down in the south. You know, <laughs> basically peeing our Wheaties. <laughs> there's yeah, no, the there's no fear of that. Okay, okay, okay. Great. Yeah. So Cato now knowing that would be like, well, I suppose that's a good idea. I mean, here's as good a place to put them now, leave them now as any. Yes. So. Do you want us to wait? here while you go talk to your mom and then you can come back and get us and we'll help you carry. Yeah. Yeah. Or do you want I, us or do you want us to go with you to see your mother? Uh this is something I should do on my own. But I'll, I'll be go, back. I will uh, I'll go I, with you. Uh not, not, I'll let you talk with your mom alone. I'll just um yeah. I, I mean, it's just there's not going to be anything for y'all to do, you know? And I mean, besides protect our house from any unseen invaders or anything else that might yeah, fall out of the woodwork and right. catch us unawares as we're separated. But, I mean, if you would like us to remain behind, full respect I, I, your wishes. I, I can go yeah. with Kato. And uh, like I said, I'll, I'll, I'll let you take everything on your own. Just um, I'll stay outside. But. Well, if you if one of you is going to go, y'all three of you might as well. So if you want to go, why not? You will remain unobtrusive. Right. Yes. Unobtrusive. It means obscured or unnoticeable. Oh, I did know that one. Okay. I just was agreeing with you. (laughs) I see why you would have thought that other way, but (laughs) no, I I know what unobtrusive is. You know what? That one's on me. All right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. Cato, you open the door, the gate to Saphir, and it's pouring rain outside of it. Each step that you take forward feels heavy. You start to get that 
deep pit in your stomach the closer you get to your home. You're right outside the threshold. The door is closed. You can hear your mom humming something as she's cooking. Deep breath. I'm going to go to open the door and then realize that's probably too much of a surprise and knock on the door instead. You knock on the door. I think Kira would have, like, we would, we should step aside so that the mom doesn't see us and try to invite us. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he should have time with her. Yes, I'm obtrusive. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I guess that was in my head. We had already kind of been like, all right, see you guys later. Totally. You guys jump in the bushes. Yeah. (laughs) The door opens. Kato. It's a pleasure to see you. I thought you would, you had left. Well, you know, I, I, I uh, went to, you know, I had planned to come back. So here I am. I'm, I'm glad you're back. I, uh, I wanted to let you know that uh, Justice still hasn't returned. I'm getting kind of worried. Yeah, well, no use beating around it. Can I come inside? Yes, of course. All right. Are you busy? I mean, I'm, I was just cooking dinner. Okay. What, uh, what's wrong? I have an update on Shasta, uh, and it's not good. Did you find her? It's not, what, yeah. What do you mean um, it's not good? Well. She's okay, right? No. I, the short version is she's not, and and she passed, and there was what? nothing we what? can I could do and I I, I want to tell you the long version and I, I I wanted to not just dump this on you like as soon as I walked in the door but here we are and and Kato uh, what happened to Justin what happened to my friend the long version the she had <sighs> What happened? She had a curse. She, yeah, she, she had a curse on her and, and, and the mechanism of that curse led to her death. Who cursed her? Can we get revenge on them? No, there was the Fae. Did you? The Fae. The Fae, yeah. The um, Fae did this. They had her son. <laughs> Fae did this to her. Yeah. Because she was always right, wasn't she? Well, it wasn't the elves. It was it was the real it was the real deal. It was <laughs> the Oh God, I think it was was it the Winter Court, I believe, or something like that. But yeah, did you, you heard the rumors of that monster running around the forest, didn't you? I did not. Oh. Well, so over in the woods over there with um, the, the, the people of those woods had a, um, had told us of a monster that was running around 
killing their people, taking their children. And we had offered to help. And in, in helping, we had found that monster was a cursed version of Chasta, uh, all part of a cruel joke. She was right. Well, she was wrong. It wasn't the elves that took her, her son, took Alfric. But it was those fae over on the other side in the fae wild. And to, to toy with her, to let her be with her son, the price she had to pay was to become this beast. And um, they were both beasts. They were. And um, in helping those people, you know, Chasta was released from that and released from that with her son. And But it came with her life, both of their lives. Such a horrible thing. It's awful. It it's a cruel and you know, I I it's sad and I just I'm so angry because it was I I I, I through you know d- d- fucking luck, right? I'm the one that I got to learn all of this. I got to realize all of this, to be able to tell all of this is is it's maddening because all to the people who did this to her, it was just a joke. They're, they're moved on. I'm sure they're all, well, there go to them. She was a fucking toy and, and we got to live with that. And, and, and I don't know. What am I going to do without her now? She's gone. What am I going to do? I don't know. She goes over to you and she gives you a big, big hug. I hug her back. And you just feel deeply. her tears just streaming down her face as she starts to sob into your shoulder. Yeah. I just hang there. You know, I mean, there's nothing else to do. You know, there's because. You know, in my head, I know there's all the logistics, and but in this moment, it just just let it hang. You guys are left there crying. You guys outside, you hear the wails coming from Flora about Chasta, <laughs> and that ends our session for the night. Thank you guys for listening to our episode today. There wasn't a ton of stuff going on, but there was a ton of stuff going on. A lot of things. All the feelings, all of the the tidbits at the end and at the beginning and the middle. Man, it felt like a complete story. Wow. <laughs> beginning, middle, and end. Oh, yeah. Now, thank you guys for listening to our episode. We do have a Patreon that you can go and subscribe to and get cool extra behind the scenes footage like the one that we're about to record now, uh, which is just like a little peek behind the kimono of uh, what we do here, what we thought about it, 
oh, I'm sorry. Did I, did, did I like take you guys back with that pink kimono? Oh, oh, the kimono. Oh, oh, How risky. Yes. Saucy. <laughs> so that just gives you like a little companion piece to the episode to talk about, you know, things that went on, things that we liked, things that we didn't like and all that other stuff. So uh, yeah, join our Patreon. You can get that. And plus you can also get exclusive content like Soraya's Journal. Uh, which is only available to our Patreons, which we are also looking to maybe uh, make more than just something that you read, but also have Sariath read it to you in that kind of bedtime voice. You can have Sariath read it to you and fall asleep to the dulcet tones. You might even get a giggle or two. Yeah, you get a couple of giggles, yeah. Anyways... Again, I am your Dungeon Master, Roberto. You can find us on social media, Pugs Pod, at Twitter. You can also find us on Instagram, although we hardly post to Instagram. We more post on Twitter. But you can also find us on Instagram by doing Pugs Pod with dots in between Pugs and then followed by the word pod, all one word. And like I said, you know, find us on Patreon, uh, Tales of Azeron. Uh, you can find the link in our bio for our episodes on whatever podcasting source that you listen to. So, again, my players, Chelsea playing Sarayath Aldadonan. Farewell, fair friend. May your head sweep on the loam. Doran playing Cato Sturgis. Good night, or afternoon, or happy dishes to you, whatever you're doing while you listen to this. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, Josue playing Alden Wallaby. Lo and behold, mortals. Another one done. (laughs) Another one bites the dust. (laughs) (laughs) And then finally, Jack's playing Kira Ryder. Have a good night, everyone. Maybe hug somebody that you care about while you're at it. (laughs) Hug your friends. Right, Right in the feels. Yeah, if you're uh, a guy listening to this, fucking hug your friends. Jesus Christ, figure it out. Figure it out. Fucking tell them you love them. Doesn't matter. Right. Tell your friends that you fucking love them. Give your friends roses, man. That's it. right. All right. Thank you guys for joining us. And join us again next time in another exciting episode of Tales of Azeron. Azeron. Oh, thanks for joining in on that one, Jax. <laughs> 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 <laughs>